down. Welcome back to Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Whoa, whoa! We got a studio audience now. Look at us. Yeah. We're getting them upgrades. We got four people back. No, just Let's go. We got the legend Gilbert Arenas. We got yeah. Brandon Jennings. We got Rashad McCants. And Gil, I see you out here. You're stunning a little bit on us. Yeah, I got my doo-doo brown on. <laughs> got my doo-doo brown. No, 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 no. Not, not, not the ex-NBA player. The, the color. This is the color doo-doo brown, right? Who was the player doo-doo brown? If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Starting out spicy oh, with the smoke. Shit. <laughs> it's smoke season. I see what you did there. <laughs> you did there. This is the color. We're talking about the color, not the player. So we got March Madness back. Sweet 16, baby. UCLA Gonzaga tonight. So you got March Madness. Good. What? You could be, else you could be a Bruin. You a Los Angeles. Nobody you could be else a team is in there, man. So now, you know, jump on the Bruin bandwagon. <laughs> I got them underdog pickups cracking tonight, too. Okay. But got to give you some love for yesterday. Your Steph Joker pickup came through. Should have listened. Hey, listen, I got go. a full $75 now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I balled out. I was, I was making all kind of plays now. Right? You dope it up. You dope it up. Yeah. We see you out here cooking, Gil. And remember, if you want to get down with Underdog, make sure you sign up and use promo code Gil's Arena. Uh-huh. And they'll match your first deposit up to $100. I need to do that, too, so I can have a full <laughs> Multiple accounts. So I can have 200 So we had a pretty interesting night around the NBA last night. But we got to start with... One of the more unusual moments that I can remember during that Warriors-Mavs game. Wait, you got some? Oh, some residual smoke coming through. <laughs> so Mavs were in their feelings after the loss to the Warriors. They lost 127-125. Uh, the play in particular happened in the third quarter. Mavs thought that it was their ball. They come after the timeout. The Warriors are all standing by the basket. They inbound it, get the bucket. Mavs went on to lose by two points. Mm. It was a crazy game. You had Luca out there doing the, the money motion at the ref. He's going to break some bread for that. And then Shams reported that owner Mark Cuban was planning on filing a formal protest with the league about that third quarter play. So I want to ask y'all, do y'all think the Mavs have a shot of actually winning that protest? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I mean, it's in the middle of the third quarter. What are they going to do? Play the whole game from the third quarter on? Like, no, you lost. Like, you know, it's, it's just one play. It's no different than a foul or a turnover that a ref got wrong. I mean, you know. So we all watched that game. It, it definitely was confusing because it looked like he called a Warriors ball. Yeah. Then he did the point the other way. But the ref said that he was calling a mandatory timeout, and it was a Mavs timeout, so that's why he was. But I feel like he could have angled that point more towards their bench and less towards. So he was what? What did he do? He said, he he said boop. It. Then he Dallas. said, boop. Then he said, do. That's the ref so he call. was like. Warriors ball, Dallas timeout. No, he said Dallas's ball. Was it Warriors timeout? No. No, Warriors ball. So he and pointed he at the Warriors, it. but it looked confused. So the Warriors balls, you know, you know when they make the quick call too fast, it's like, this they, way. And it's like, oh, no, 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 my bad. This way. Oh, they're doing, uh, doing a little bit too much? Yeah, doing way too so. much. But they didn't make it clear, though. Right? Is that Not what clear Mark enough. It was clear to Mark enough, Cuban. Right? At the end of the day, we watched the play, right? It's not like Dallas was trying to take the fucking ball out because they were still in the huddle, right? They're still in the huddle. So what are we talking about? It's not like y'all were down there to, to even have this discussion. Mm-hmm. You guys are sitting there, don't know what y'all was doing because there was no one near. No yeah. one. So, I mean, how long is a ref going to – I mean, a ref could have said delay of game. But it looked um, weird, though. But they wasn't It did look weird. Oh, they did. Because all of the Warriors were right under the basket and it just – So if you're on the Mavs at some point, like, damn, what are all these dudes – Sitting under the basket for maybe I should go investigate. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe. they want to run it all back because they were stupid. I mean, I hate when something happens. They want to run the whole game back when it's the third quarter, not the last play of the game, the third quarter. So that means you got to run the whole third quarter plus fourth quarterback. Luca did it twice. Oh, he hit him with that? Twice. Yeah, that's what's going crazy. He's going to lose some of this. He's going to lose about 50, 75 think, of this right there. Yeah, you, think lose Mark, about, you think Mark going to let him lose something for no, knowing, knowing course, what he know course, about that course, game? Of course not. Mm-mm-mm. I Dallas like Luka be, for that. Yeah. That's bold. That's some cojones on another boy. Luka be talking a lot of cheating. shit. How do y'all feel just about Luka in general? Because I really enjoy seeing him out there talking shit like that, getting in the ref's ass, like letting them know what it is. He's not your typical foreign. Yeah. 
Hefner. Yeah. Negro yeah. Tendency. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he say nigga. Like Negro the, Tendencies for sure. Yeah. Say like he's the times. only one that's talked <laughs> shit. He say nigga a couple times. Like he's the only one that's talked shit out of any other foreigner. At that level. At this level. No, yes. Period. Yeah. He don't have that quiet, no. you know. No, he's letting you know about it. Everything. Yeah. Turk, Turk, Turk Aglou used to talk some shit a little bit. He'll let you know something. Sleepy Turk? Nah. <laughs> Sleepy Turk. Sleepy, Sleepy Turk. <laughs> Where's Luca from again? Slovenia. Slovenia. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, of course. Slovenia, yeah. I think Italy, maybe Spain then. Okay. Coming to the NBA talking shit. I mean, he was 19, Euro League Player of the Year, MVP. Like, played against, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, that's big. Like, I mean, he played against Boston huge. Celtics when he was, what, 13? Yep. Yep, he was at going at Russ when he was 18, 17, 16. Yeah, okay. yeah like, okay. he's been. Yeah, this, y'all, he, y'all play with a bunch of international players. Who was the best shit talker amongst that crew of international guys that you faced? Like, who was a guy that surprised you with their ability to talk that shit? Uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. Most of them didn't even speak no motherfucking English. <laughs> but did you ever did you ever I wonder understand shit they yeah. was talking about? But damn, what if they was what if they was packing you up in their language? I wouldn't know. <laughs> they was. They, they be cursing. That, no, no, I had one um, I, I had a teammate at Washington, Alexi. I think his name was Alexi. Big boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was getting he got pulled over, right? So they had to give him a ticket for not stopping. So the the police pulled him over and it was like, uh, yo, why didn't you stop? He said, because I didn't do nothing wrong. In my country, if we didn't do nothing wrong, we don't stop. <laughs> yeah, they, they followed this one fuck for like six miles because he wouldn't stop. Like, I don't do nothing wrong. Stop. No license, no nothing. I remember Lexi. Uh, it would have went a little different if there was anybody on this couch doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'll just say that. Yeah. So, oh, no, 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 no. I'm rich. <laughs> They don't fuck with rich people. Don't fuck with rich people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you on your own, Josiah. <laughs> but look, dude, I'm getting got, there, girl. I'm rich. You got that on your, do you got that on your license plate? I'm rich. Don't fuck with me. Mm, nah, they can. You know, they can feel it. They sense it. They, can, they, <laughs> they can, sense it when they, they come to the car. You know, they start looking at the car license plate. Mm. Shit. Yeah, they, they realize, you know, it's a nigga in there. He's rich. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Mavs a little bit. Now, last week, Brandon, I believe that you said that you didn't think the Mavs would actually make the playoffs. They're ninth right now. Tied with the Lakers, but they got the tiebreaker thanks to Maxi Kleiber hitting that bullshit three-pointer. Do you still feel that way about the Mavs and this, this Kyrie Luka experiment? Uh, well, looking at their schedule, they got, they got two winnable games. The next one, I think, is against uh, Charlotte Hornets. Um, so they should be able to get back in the hunt then. But, I mean, I don't know. You know, you can't lose. You know, you got about, what, seven, eight more games left in the West. So if you lose two in a row, you, you're probably going to kiss it goodbye yeah. at, this, at this point right now. They got two games against the Hornets, and they're at Pacers, at Sixers, at Heat, at Hawks. Then they got the Kings back at home, Bulls at home, and then they end the season with the Spurs game. So I feel like that. Uh, they, got winnable, it's, 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 they got winnable games. They just can't. The ones they need to win, they need to win. Yeah, hold on. Let me do my math. Two, three, four, five, six, eight, ten? Eight, nine, I think nine. nine yeah. Six and three? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Oof. That, that's that's trouble for these Lakers. They can pull. They, they can, pull they can do seven to six and yeah, three. They can, I think they can do. Who did I have? Who did I pick? To do what? To do something. If he picked, if he picked Dallas, who did I pick? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Damn. Edibles. Oh. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> End of the week, I be forgetting shit. But let's let's talk a little bit about Kyrie. Kyrie's birthday today. Happy birthday! You. We're gonna give him his flowers. Happy birthday. So guy. I want to know in your humble opinion. Does Kyrie have the most bop in NBA history? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is it debatable? N- no. Who's no. on the bop level of Kyrie? JC. Jamal Crawford? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Jamal Crawford, yeah. Um, everybody's going to say Allen Iverson, but no, nah, he had the crossover, and then when they, when they took that away from him, then it was just, it was just scoring. Couple moves here and there. Oh, Steve Francis. Steve Francis, yeah. Steve Francis, yeah. Steve Francis had that bop in his game. Barron yeah. had the bop too. Barron had the bop. Yeah, BD. We talked about BD this week. Um, Jamal Tinsley? Nah. He was just a good ass dribbler, bro. He could dribble that bitch. He can just dribble the shit out that ball. But Kyrie, the, the top of your guy's list. Yeah. 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 For I sure. mean, it's evolution. <laughs> and I mean, it's evolution. I mean, you know, uh, the more you allow the player to explore his game, you know, he can 
You know, even though you're talking about like, you know, when people say the best dribblers and then they throw Isaiah Thomas in there, it's like, yeah, he was the best dribbler in the 80s. Shit got the 90s and the 2000s. Did y'all see that shit? It was a video. Like, I hope y'all played it. He was, he was doing a globe yeah, trying to say, yeah, like, yeah, 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 you yeah. take that old yeah. ass basketball yeah. bullshit out of yeah. here. Boy, doing a bop. Yeah. Just Pounding the ball like this, yeah, like come like, on. Dude, you know who else got Bob? Just let it go. Bones huh? Highland, but they, but they, they don't yeah. play him. Bones Ooh. Highland, Bo, uh, Bones Highland. With the Nuggets, got traded to the oh, Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, the young kid. But they put him. They don't play him right now. But he got that. Which Jordan, is Jordan Poole got Bob. Jordan yeah. Poole got Jordan Poole got Bob. Yeah. You talking about Bones? Crazy thing about Bones, he was getting burned with the Nuggets' number one team, obviously in the mm-hmm. West. Goes to the Clippers. Yeah, I don't they bring in Westbrook. He kind of. Yeah, they got to play that young fella. Yeah. That, that kid is nice. Mm-hmm. That kid is nice. And he likes it's, talking but shit. But it's the Clippers. You yeah. know the Clippers don't know how to. What do you think about D-Rose, Bob? He didn't have no Bob. He had no Bob. No. It's a, it was just more stop and go. It just stop, yeah, goes, go. It was strong, too. It was strong. strong. It was strong. strong. Stop and go. It wasn't like, no. Ah. Not no yeah, Kyrie. Ah, ah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no. It was just. D-Wade? Nah. He had no Usually Bob. guys who are really explosive and fast just get to their spot. They just get to, they just go. You know, so like even like somebody like John Wall, he just he's using his speed more than the the handle part. Right. Even though he can dribble, it's just more just I'm just gonna just go. Jason Williams. Jason White Chocolate. White Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Bop. Yeah. Bop Central. Yeah. Bop. Yeah. Bop. Yeah. He had he had the hang but, dribble. Was it was it Kyrie Bop or was his passing the bop? I, I think it was is the, this, is this IQ? I think the IQ. The, and the mix the, of it. it. Was, yeah, it was a mix. It was, it was all of it because it was like how he got there to the pass. Yeah. yeah. It was like, like it wasn't like Kyrie with the moves. His yeah. was just like all, you just see some shit like, like damn, all right. Yeah, like he'll come down between <laughs> yeah. the three-point line. It's like, damn. He can pass it. Fuck. Kyrie was probably the first guy we've seen mix footwork with the, bop, with the fucking hand mm-hmm. at the same yeah. time. Bop, 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 bop. Go to his shit. Ooh, I got a Jason Williams story. White chocolate? White chocolate. So I'm in or- I get traded Orlando, right? So <laughs> he hated Stan Van Gundy. Like, oh, he, oh, he hated that motherfucker. So all oh, he hated him. Yeah, um, yeah he don't so, like guards like us. Yeah, so we're, we're in the park, we're in uh, practice, and they're just going back and forth, right? And he kept saying, Stan, the shit you trying to get, the ring, I got that sitting under my uh, sink somewhere. Motherfucker, you ain't going to never get one of those. Walked out of practice, right? And somehow he got the ball. And, I mean, he was like, at least 20 feet away, just behind the back, no look. It's just passing. Boom! Hit him right in the chest. Pow! I'm like, damn, that was a hell of a pass. <laughs> <laughs> like, forget that he, like, threw the ball at yeah. the coach. It's like, yeah. that was a hell. He didn't even see that. He just, he just looked right in. Boom! God, like, yeah. I got to say something about white chocolate. Ball. Like, when he didn't rank Kobe in his top ten, I felt something. I felt a certain way about that. You know Keith Vini, Bishop mm-hmm. Keith Vini. That's where Jay, that's where Jay Will got his his game from. They went to Marshall together. Mm. Vini was a monster. He gave him the whole bop, the whole nine. And I yeah, I didn't know until I knew. Yeah, he took it to a whole nother level. Took it to the whole nother level. That's bop. I had listen. But I mean, but that's just But that's one move, bop. Yeah, but that was like we ain't see it though. We ain't see it for a minute. Then. Kenny Anderson. Kenny uh, Anderson yeah. for sure. Yes. Ray for Austin? Or did they try to kill his bop? They like killed his bop. He was different. He was different. I know you want to get to the move, but you got to go. Not. I know he got to fly somewhere because he wants to watch it. Sorry, UCLA. We're going to finish this. They're going to lose anyway. They're going to lose. Why do you think we keep dragging this shit? The direct deposit already hit, so I'm enjoying this shit. Keep it going. Uh, Ray for, like, the reason he made it, because he played basketball. Yeah. Like, people don't understand the difference between a hooper and a basketball player. A hooper is outside, and that's his game. A basketball player understands basketball. Yep. Right? So, Rafael Austin was a basketball player that played street ball, mm-hmm. not a street baller trying to play basketball. So, when you see his moves, it wasn't all these carries, and it was just illusion type of game. Yep. And that's why it was easy for him to, to make the NBA versus everybody else. Well, he knew, like, when he was out on the street... He knew how to entertain the crowd there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when he was in the league, he knew it was going to be a different thing. He was going to get hated on. He wasn't really going to be able to bring a lot of that stuff to the game. So it seemed like he got braided in both worlds, though. Mm-hmm. Ray for Austin should have a ring. But 
you know, Stan Van. Stan Van Gundy. Stan Van, Stan Van Gundy. Stan Van. Stan Van. But you look at all the other street ballers, though, they couldn't translate and, and carry over their games like Rafe did. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, you got to know the game. Mm-hmm. And that's like, when you look at those players like Bone Collector and all those, the professor, you be like, why y'all can't come out here and hoop with us? Mm-hmm. It's a whole different, yeah. whole different game. Well, Bone could have. I don't know. He had. He be carrying that. The, nah, his little, his little hezzy. Oh. Yeah, it's jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I seen him tear some ankles off. But who the ankles he's tearing off? Everybody. Everybody. Them niggas was playing at LA Fitness. No, no, no. That's today. Two thousand five. You talking about back then? Yeah. Oh, he was a different monster. Five, six. The heat. Ooh. He'd be under the basket. Still get you. <laughs> Still get you. <laughs> Still like you be like, man, you supposed to shoot this leg up. Just, man. Ah. Well, he be tearing motherfuckers yeah, he, up. He though. was tearing like like we are seeing the older guy that 2005, six. I was like, man, I'm lucky he ain't in the league. My, <laughs> I'm fouling him. I'm fouling him. Like, I, and I, <laughs> you would have feared him? Yeah. <laughs> move, nah, because you had to res- you like you gotta respect the move and it's, it's just a combination of speed, explosive, and the pullback. Yes. You know, in the NBA, if you have one move, like John Moran, he does the same. He's going to come, bop, bop. But it's because he's moving so fast and he's moving so much power, it's really hard to. Yeah. Even if you try to jump in and he pulls back, you're flying. And it's embarrassing when you get a nigga shaky. <laughs> yeah. I think people actually play. You know that the craziest that. bot before Kyrie, though? I would have to say Sebastian Telfair. My man's. He did? Bassett? At high school? Oh, that threw, the, like, that threw the fire. Like, his bop was mm-hmm. crazy. Ooh. Like, like that, I think he was, like, the first one to me. I played yeah, with like, Bassett. In, in, yeah, yeah, Sebastian had. Like I, I, like, I, I, like, I seen him in the NBA, so by the time he got there, I didn't really. He didn't, uh, he didn't have all that. The, uh, he just played the game. High school, though? Oh. And he had to pass, too. The bop with the. That. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They colonized his bop when he came to the league. Yeah. yeah. How about how about uh, Wagner? Were you Wagner's around that time? I was. I, you was Wagner's? Son? I just seen a cl- I seen a little bit of clip of Wagner in high school. They said he was unbelievable. Yeah. They said his bop was like he had hundred points in high school, right? Yeah. yeah. And that was fourth. He was third. six three and a half AI. No 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 stop that. <laughs> six three and a half. Stop stop. Come on man. Stop. Bring it down a little Hit bit. The bop. Bring it down a little bit. <laughs> Honey, point. Bring it down. The height. Bring down the height. He was 6'3. No, 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 no. Bring down the height. He was 6'1. One. One, he was not 6'1. 6'1, 6'2 at best. At best. We're going to give him 6'2. All right, you give him 6'2 yeah. with the shoes on. He's <laughs> 6'3. Too much. Crazy. Too much. Too much. Too much. All right, gotcha. All right, fellas, keep this thing moving. We got to talk about some dudes who are cooking currently. We got a little hibachi time for you, Gil. Okay. Hibachi time. And it better be a black player. Black adjacent. <laughs> black adjacent. <laughs> he already got invited to the backyard boogie. All right. I just want y'all to know, since y'all have apologized to Austin Reeves, you guys were misguided. It's okay. It happens, uh-huh. it happens in life. I appreciate y'all being the bigger men, stepping up and owning it. The Lakers are 1-0 since that moment. So I'm going to attribute this winning streak to you gentlemen. But Austin Reeves was out there cooking last night. I ain't apologized to shit. But you weren't here. Yeah, I know. You're not ready I, yet? I was, I was cussing y'all last out on the screen. You're not ready? Wait. What? Stop it. Austin, what? 50 million? He can't get four for 50? That's, <sighs> in this that's NBA four, climate? Chandler Parsons? No, that's 425 in our era. Inflation. Chandler Parsons. 425. Is he worth 425? Yeah. Yeah. Inflation. He is? 425? Yeah. yeah. In y'all generation? Yeah, 425. So that's, that's nah, for your 50s. He's, he's still in. 425, he's still in. At four, so I four for 50. Two, two, two for seven. You don't two think anybody would give him four for 50? Look, look, because look, Nate ended up doing a one year, two, two mil, three year. Like, these are things, like, I look back at those players got cheated from certain contracts, and I'm like, Austin Reeves, four for, nah. That's Francisco well, I mean, Garcia that, got that, that shit. Like, you ain't deserve, you know what I'm saying? The 68 percenters are going to support it, though. I know, but y'all giving it to him because, one, he white, and one, he playing with the Lakers, and they mm-hmm. trash. So it's like, if the Lakers ain't trash, he ain't playing. We're giving it to him. 30. Like, <laughs> 20, 20, yeah. 25 30, and 11 bro. last night against the Suns. Got inserted he, to the starting lineup. He's, he's starting to look like Jeremy Lin a little bit. He's averaging 30 points in his last two games. <laughs> had that 35 piece. Yeah. Starting to get a little mojo going. <laughs> they call it MVP in the first... 
five. The MVP the chance game. for Lakers fans. The MVP for that team, yes. The delusional. And we're going to talk about the Lakers fan base in a little bit, but we know that it takes a lot for them to get on board and roll with you. They desperate right now. No, but uh, he, he's delivering. They're fighting. The Lakers are fighting. They're fighting. They're they desperate. Fight. Like, they're fighting for don't say, I like Don't say desperate like we're the fucking Clippers, bro. They fight. Don't, 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 don't do that. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, don't I'm not do that. We the Clippers or something. Like, we're, we're, okay, we out here. But the fact that y'all calling them MVP is just a little bit of desperation. That's, no. No. Just a the season. Gratitude, uh-huh. A little gratitude and appreciation uh-huh. for He's hooping, yeah. though. But he's hooping. He's hooping. Two games? I'm, do you see what we have out there? Stop playing around with me. Stop playing around. Do you see what we have out there? It's been more than two games. Come on. Austin Reeves. Where you go to college? Hey, hey. AR-15. His new name is AR-15. Oklahoma, I think, started Wichita State. Bam. Wichita State. Wichita State to Oklahoma. Undrafted. I ain't going to slander. Look, I ain't no one slander. I'm just, I just feel some type of way, you know, 50, you know, Chandler talking about giving more. And I'm like, boy. They're going to try to fuck the Lakers. Somebody's going to give them more. It's a kind of Caruso situation, but more magnified. Somebody's going to come in and be like, we're going to force your hand, Lakers, because we know if you keep them, then y'all going to get got. On that third or fourth what, year. What is Caruso getting? Caruso, I forget, but it was like a 10, 10 to 15 million disparity between four what the year Lakers. 30? Was it four year? Let's yeah, pull it 30. up. Yeah, 30. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, four year 50, four year 30, that's, that's a big difference. Your game is big difference. How? Because one, he can shoot. He got four, four for 37, basically. Yeah, so he can get that. 50. Yeah, yeah. Get 50. And he got a 30-some point game? Yeah. That's on my, res- that's on my resume. He's, how tall is he? 6'6"? Six, six? I feel like Caruso did more. No, 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 no. I used to no, feel no. like I'm gonna be honest. I used to feel the same way, and it no. was hard for me to transition from Caruso to Austin Reed. What is Caruso doing? Up Austin Reed. Who was Caruso playing with but, when he was with the Lakers? But he, one is a point. One actually can pass the ball like an actual point guard. So when I said that he plays like like LeBron likes him because he kind of plays like LeBron, y'all looked at me like I was crazy. Facts. So I'm maybe like, that's the reason why they're saying it now. Because he, he's out there playing. Why you think you on that side now? LeBron like. <laughs> that's why I'm like, yo. You, you used to be on this side. And I was like, oh, he needs to be drunk. Austin, put him on Austin that side. Reeves? Come on, man. <laughs> so I, you I, end I up being side. right. You end up being right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. So you you you, you drew the LeBron comparison, but you don't think the four for fifty? No. Ooh. Cause you gotta be consistent. He's, you don't just, just have three games and you get paid. When, he, when no, he's, he's had more than those moments. No, he's he's had more than three games. Yeah. yeah, they had 21 minutes worth of fucking highlights of this guy. Hour. An hour. NBA came so with not hour. even 21 but minutes. But it was I mean, every highlight busy. of his career. Lord, you're I mean, getting real busy. But they highlighting passes. His assists. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. That's a swing swing. You don't get no highlight for that. <laughs> Ain't no damn highlight for no swing swing. So Darvin Ham <laughs> inserted him in the starting lineup, got the dub. <laughs> Got to ask y'all, if and when LeBron comes back, should Reeves stay in the Lakers starting lineup? I mean, he was starting when Russell was here, so you might, you might as well. I mean, whatever, whatever the chemistry is at that point, I mean, if the chemistry is with him playing and he's doing well, um, then yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no slander this side. Yeah. Ain't yeah. no slander. You think he can keep this up? Obviously. I mean, if he do, he going to be worth way more. more than 50. Yep. He's gonna be in that 70, 80. Then the pressure's on. Yeah, they're gonna put him, it's they're gonna put him on the bench. Because <laughs> you know, the bench you're capped. No, so I'm, you're I'm, capped I'm, off as a bench player, so it's not not skill level, but trying to keep him no, on contract, in the purple six and gold. Players, yeah. Yeah. You, you be, you're a six man, you are capped off from a certain amount. Yep. So I'm gonna be real reason we're getting a lot of hate from around the league. Who? Austin Reeves. Oh. Last last Austin Just Reeves. Just say AR 15. AR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of peace, skill, and tranquility. But I'll give it to you, sure show. AR-15 began to say it. AR-15? <laughs> got him to say it. I need, I need you got to remember in exchange. I'll give you AR-15. I need two you got to remember in exchange. But no, nah, so he's been drawing a lot of criticism from around the league because he's been getting to the line a lot. I think he went to the line 18 times against the Magic, 13 against the Suns. Saw Monty Williams a little disappointed with that Foster freeze with the 46 to 20 free throw disparity. But that's Scott Foster. You already know. You already know what's going down. Mm-hmm. Even D'Lo said it. Mm-hmm. Coming to timeout, we, we Scott Scott Foster. Mm-hmm. He with us. Mm-hmm. But Damn. let's talk about the bigger conversation about quote unquote foul baiting, right? A lot of people bitch about foul baiting, saying it doesn't belong in the game. It takes away from the entertainment of the game. But for me, there's definitely an art to drawing fouls. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think and look back at Kobe, Kobe used to scream "Hey" every time he shot in an attempt to trick the rest into giving him a foul. I had no problem with it. I appreciated it. So how do y'all feel about foul baiting, and do you think it's really bad for basketball? 
Me personally, um, since I was a guy who, who, uh, who got a lot of fouls, um, this is the only thing I don't like about, you know, outside fans, like, you know, making comments. You don't spend the summer with us, mm. us offensive players who's reading rule books, who's watching game film, right? We're watching habits of defenders. So if I'm sitting there the whole summer paying attention to what, like, you know, let's say Kawhi Leonard's the best defender, right? And I'm trying to figure out how to bait him. What does he go for? Does, you know, if I go right and step back, which hand is he leading with, mm -hmm. right? So as an offensive player, it's elite thinking, just like a defensive player. You're not going to foul bait, you know, uh, like a Draymond Green. If you get Draymond Green on the foul, you really – like sold it. Yep. The Kawhi Leonard's, the Gary Payton's, the, the Jordan's, those guys are the elite of the defense, right? So you're not going to get these stupid little fouls on them. Stop rewarding dumb players for falling for it. Yep. So if I come and, and I look up and he jumps and I jump into him, wow. it's a foul. Tell the stupid ass to stay on the ground. <laughs> right? It's, it's, that's his fault. So if you're trying to reward. You're trying to take away the genius of a player making the defense do something that they don't supposed to do. If I'm driving and your hand is there and I hook it and catch mm -hmm. it, that's your problem. Damn. Like, don't, don't penalize me because you got your hand caught in the cookie jar. Absolutely. Mm. And that's the only problem I have with ice. Like, when was the last time you seen a defensive player at the park or the gym working on slides? Mm. Boxing out, trying to box out the right way. <laughs> Slide. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't work on their game. So why are you why are you penalizing me for working on mine? Mm -hmm. I mean, you think Rudy Gobert spends hours and hours watching offensive player making layups and he's trying to figure out how he rolls it off his and he's trying No, he don't do none of that shit. Nope. Dennis Rodman was probably the only person we ever heard of where he'll sit and watch Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen shoot and he's watching how the rebounds go so he knows how to jump. Mm. You never heard no other player defensively talk about their defensive training in the summer. Mm. So if they're not going to work as hard as the offense, fuck them. Talk about it. Mm. I got to be. What you got to be? Man, I'm with that right I'm there, sorry. 100. Like, <laughs> working on my game. That's on you. Like, that's on you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think the fan perspective of it, and like you said, Gil, a lot of these fans haven't actually hooped. Like, that's the point. Like, if I got you guarding me, I want to get your ass in foul trouble. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try and trick the refs because there's only three of them. They can only see so many angles. So you talked about, you know, the slap when you, when you hit the layup and you do it. So I want to make it sound like it because if I can trick him into calling that foul, that's going to give my team an advantage. Yeah, like, like when, you remember when Michael Jordan used to do this? That's what we, we thought that was like it's a foul. the foul. Yep. So, you know, you start working on, hey, hey, and start doing shit like that. If the rep is that dumb, don't blame me. Man, listen, yeah. Gil was probably the best when I was playing. When you're talking about fearing somebody to play against and it wasn't so much about his bop and speed it was how to stay out of fucking foul trouble with this motherfucker like he's coming at you full speed you can't slide left can't slide right and get in front of him to take the charge because he was so slippery then he would take off and dive on dive on the big man yeah. boom oh, uh, yeah uh. and it was like yo you can't stay in the game because Back then, it wasn't a lot of flopping, right? Mm -hmm. I think more of what you're talking about in reference to this type of culture is the flopping. Like, Trey Young do a lot of flopping. Okay. Right? I don't think he's doing the studying of, mm -hmm. you know, how to, he just, when I get, him, get into your body, I'm a flop, and I'm going to get it. Mm -hmm. But there's, like you said, the genius behind understanding, watching this film, breaking this shit down, like, oh, okay, when he's on the right side of me, he don't really move too quick laterally that way. I'm, I'm a, okay, oh, I'm gonna do the Euro step here. That's the genius part that we take real like seriously. And that's why I was telling Gil, like you gotta be a great defender to be a great mm -hmm. offensive player. You gotta be able to read the defense to the point where I know how to get my fouls because I'm not looking at this guy in front of me. He don't fucking exist. It's the mother four guys. Who's gonna help once I get past him? Okay, if he's really being a fucking gnat in my ear right now, I know how to get this foul off him, he got his hand in the cookie jar, mm -hmm. oh, gotcha, mm -hmm. you know, that's all like, it's, it's the beautiful part of the offensive game that the refs have to understand, elite level thinking. We not just out there throwing shit around, mm -hmm. uh, hoping for shit, like Luke, like I think Luca's a genius 
in that sense where he get motherfuckers to uh, foul me, yeah, yeah, yeah. foul me. James was too, James Harden. Yeah, James. You throw, you throw the ball, people are ball watchers, right? Yeah. So if you throw the ball out there, a player's going to look. As soon as they reach for it, he pulls up. Gotcha. Like, we played against, like, think about guarding, trying to, you're playing against Shaquille O'Neal, right? Your big man ain't going to get him in foul trouble. So who got to do that? Me. All right. So now I got to try to figure out how to get this man in three fouls before the halftime yes. without actually physically being hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to argue. So now you're sitting there trying to fi- – now I got to watch games on how this man moves. Yes. So I know his first foul. So now this is, this is where, like, fans really got to understand. When we're playing against the Lakers or Miami, I know Shaq's first foul is going to be his – most aggressive foul. Yes. He wants to, his defense was, I'm going to hack you so hard that you don't want to come in here anymore. Send a message. So now I got to take the first hit, knowing that, okay, I'm going to get the first one on him, right? <laughs> knowing this first one's going to be hard. So our, hey, Karan, one of us got to go in this motherfucker, right? <laughs> get this first one on him. I'll get at least the third one, right? So we're trying to hope that he get an offensive foul. And my third one was always this. Wait till he's when he when they pass the ball up and they're trotting down. He's trotting down the court, looking, getting ready to go post up. Yes, stand right in front of him. Boom, boom. Like hey, ref, ref, ref. And y'all, I got to give him two, three steps and then just let him run over. Yep. Offensive. What does that feel like? Huh? Painful, huh? (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. That's a business decision. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, so so little things like that. That that's me. What that's us watching the game. Mm -hmm. Like they changed the rule because of me and Dwayne Wade. So if you was inside the circle, if there was contact, it was a foul. So there'd be some times where, like, if a player, like someone who has, like, two fouls and we need him out of the game to open up the floor, instead of just going for the layup, I'm just going to run right into him. Yep. He's in the lane. I'm gonna, <laughs> if you fall on the floor, right, if you fall on the floor and I see you fell on the floor, there, I'm, I'm going to dribble like I'm calling play, run right over you. Man. You're not in defensive position. Foul. Get your stupid ass out. Should have rolled, motherfucker. Roll. Stop dropping roll. You better should have rolled out of bounds. But those are the things that offensive players are looking at. Yep. Right? If I know I'm driving and Chris Paul and, and I see you're not looking and I stop in front of you, right, and then fall, they start to call it offensive foul. Why are you calling offensive foul? Because he's stupid. <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> like, tell him to be aware. Where's your aware? Yep. Where's everyone's awareness? Obviously, the... The point guard is having a word. The, the office is aware of everything that's going on, but you're giving them, you're penalizing them for being smarter than the defense. And you look at rotation. Like, if you're a smart player, you know there are rotations that has to happen. happen. And you're, this is a, these kids got to understand basketball a little bit more because when you got rotations like Shaq, take Shaq mm-hmm. for example, you got the weak side pick and roll, boom, 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 action, swing. If you driving and you know Shaq got to come across, you know this might be an easy foul. He got to do two things. He got two fouls. He got to let me go mm-hmm. or he got to foul me. And depending on the culture or whatever organization he playing for, take that foul, Shaq, or we need you in the game, yep. big fella. Yep. Let him go. So now if you Gil, shit, I got six easy points, points. for this quarter because I know Shaq can't one foul. Four, that's where 1-4 came from. The end of the like, if I'm a coach, if you're a coach in the NBA, in this NBA, and you're taking your best player out at the three minute mark, you're stupid. Ooh. You're a stupid coach because obviously you're just you just learned that shit from another coach, from another coach, and from a, so it's been taught. You didn't actually think and challenge. Why do you do this? Mm. Right? You're just following what another coach did. I'm not taking my best player out at the three-minute mark when we're in a penalty. When, when the other coach is subbing in fresh new pieces, that means they're not ready to play. At all. They're yeah. in the penalty, so they can't touch you. They touch you, it's a foul. They pick up foul. You can my best player, hey, play, hey, play Tasmanian basketball at this point. Try to get six, seven free throws in this last three minutes. But they take their best player out. The most aggressive player goes on the bench. You sub in, right? These subs are cold as fuck, right? So they spending the three minutes sitting there stretching this shit, passing the ball around, trying to get warm for the second quarter. Stupid. Stupid. Stupid basketball. And Kevin McHale used to tell us, you know, I ain't really a big fan of him, but, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, for sure. He used to talk about how him and Larry used to talk before the first quarter started. Hey, look, the one thing we want to do is get them in the bonus 
Earth. before the end of the first quarter. Mm -hmm. So now that we, we literally are on cruise control, we got their good players on the bench mm -hmm. in the first quarter. So now the second, third, fourth quarter, they got all be cautious. Because yep. you want to stay in the game at least. So that's our advantage is to be able to yeah. put guys in. It's, it's like you said, the first three minutes of the game, everybody's in cruise control except for the elite players who know. Mm -hmm. I'm about to go at all y'all here this first three minutes. Y'all yep. mm -hmm. got to put your motherfucking boots on. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you, you're coasting. Ah, oh, man, I'm just warming up. And not Kobe, not Gil, not, not certain guy. Hey, Chuck, AI, we going 100%. 100%. You know who was like that? Corey Maggetti. I was oh, about to say Corey. Yo, I played with Corey Maggetti. Yo, he used to get to the free throw line 10, 11 times a game. Easy. Same move. Like, like same move. Right hand, hand off. He, he used to throw the game down, but he was so good at it. Uh -huh. yeah. He used to get to the free throw line 10, 11 times when he played with me in Milwaukee. Same move. Coming straight. He just coming from the top. is going to and the like, He used to come off the bench, and then like you said, them subs that come in, wasn't ready, get right to the line. Yeah. He run you over. Like, every time, yeah. That's His what, pump fake will take your chin off. Now you think about a player like Lou. Oh, see, people way. don't understand. Like, when you're an offensive player, you can see someone's game who's perfecting something. So he comes in last three minutes. Penalty. Now think about his game. Bob. Because mm -hmm. mm. he's, he's going to spend three minutes just trying to get to the free throw line. Yeah, yeah. So while he's in the penalty, now every time you touch him, he's getting rewarded. Yeah. And that was, his, that was part of his skill. Yes. I'm going to get rewarded for what the starters did. And then... When, a, in, when a, the, the beginning of the second quarter starts, he just plays regular basketball. And it saves the wear and tear for him. He could probably still play another five more yep. years because he ain't never really wear and tear on his body. He mm -hmm. got to the free throw line most of the time. Mm -hmm. well, let's keep this Hibachi time moving. We got to talk about Jimmy Butler. Dropped 35, nine assists, four steals against the Knicks. Big Eastern Conference matchup. So we got to talk about these Heat a little bit. Number one in the Southeast Division, one seven to 10, but they're currently the seventh seed which means they'd be in the plan. So back during the height of y'all careers, the old format, right? If you won that division, you got one of those top three yeah. seeds, you were guaranteed a home series. So they're 40 and 34. They would be a three seed for winning the Southeast division in that old scenario. So I just want to ask you, I'll start with you, Brandon. Does winning a division mean anything now anymore? No, not now. But when I first came in, it did. I was in the Midwest, the Central Division. So that was me. That was the Bucks. We had uh, the Cavs, Bulls. Detroit and Pacers. Mm. So we were like, we were always top three. And that was like one of our goals was like, they, they always had it like, yo, win our division, yo, we're gonna be good. We're gonna get a nice, you know, a nice spot, home court advantage. So that was just like our, our goals the first two years coming in uh, was to, you know, just try to be one in our division. But now I don't think so, it don't matter. Cause with the play-in games, it kind of just, you know, it kind of just defeats the purpose now. Is that a competitive thing though, you think? Like the re reason it don't, really matter no more is because the competition is on one side compared to just in each individual division. Cause like, like your division, we had similar divisions and mm -hmm. Denver was in our division. And if we didn't beat Denver two out of the four times, yep. we knew it's like, oh, we ain't gonna got a chance for the playoffs. So yeah. you think it's like more of a competitive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I'm glad you said it like that. Cause that's, that's what it was. It was like, man, damn, they got us this many times. We know we ain't gonna get them in the playoffs. Cause that you just have that mindset. Cause you, your whole goal was to win the division. Like mm -hmm. you're trying to win the division. So, but yeah, we had. I mean, LeBron, D Rose. Shit, we had uh, uh, Danny Granger in them at the Pacers. Mm -hmm. Detroit was kind of falling off a little bit. So yeah, we had to. We had to hoop. Yeah, I don't even. I don't think we won a division. <laughs> never, never. The whole time, we still made it to the playoffs. Oh no no! Whoa. Nice. <laughs> so it was nice. <laughs> we just didn't win the division. Who was in our division? Back in the day? No, because we had Miami. I'm pretty That's sure Miami it. was in our division. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, we, I couldn't beat Wade for shit. You said Charlotte, was it Charlotte, Miami? No, that just sucked. Orlando? It was just my, sucked. Orlando and Miami? It was just Miami. We Orlando was good then. Oh. Yeah, he was. Oh, Orlando was good. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, seven? Dwight? Oh, six, oh, seven, Dwight, yeah. Oh, seven. Oh, seven, Jameer, eight, oh, that's them. That's later on. Okay. Okay. Before that, it was we, it was it was Shackner. We couldn't. And what y'all think about teams hang, hanging division championship banners in their arena? Still today? Oh, I think they should stop that. Hey, I think they whoa. should take that. <laughs> division? Yeah, they gotta take that you gotta down. Take it down. What? Take that down. Paper champs. Man, take that. Man. A division champ. Man, take that down. That is a JV. That is JV. Well, you had PG uh -oh. making the comment that he hung banners when he was with the Pacers, and everybody was like, huh? What banners? Division championship. Division champ. 
Do you get a ring for it? You just said five minutes ago. No, back we then. Was no, to, back yeah. then. Back no, now, yeah. if Conference. you said they're hanging out now. I'm just asking, what do you, what do you think about it? Like thinking back that uh, back then. Oh, oh, back then, yeah, it meant something. But now, no, I hope not. Yeah. Now that's like a college banner, like Look, for Sweet Sixteen, or we made the tournament. <laughs> so does that mean like the? He just so does that mean one. like they call you back? Like, hey, hey, the Central Division champs are back this yeah. this week. No, I would I'm like not high. coming back. Yeah, yeah. Don't invite me back. No, don't invite me back. Yeah, it was like old. 80s, 90s. That used to really mean something. Like when my pops played with the Bucks, they used to really like, oh, we won a division. Like, did you see when they when the Phoenix Suns brought back the the, the Suns uh, championship? Uh, I mean, run uh, the Finals team in '95 or whatever, '96. Mm-hmm. For what? Why y'all bringing them back? They didn't win it. We got that. It was far. the second best team. We in the got the best team in the league. We didn't win it. Why are you? So what? Are we celebrating for losing? Yeah. Now they gonna do that again with the, the Suns of uh, 2021. Nah, bring me back. back. For, bring me back for losing. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots yeah, fired. y'all lost. You know, it's a rough one. Yeah. So we so we celebrate in second place now. I'm, That's what it sounds. Nah, like. I hope not. That's what it sounds like. Well, if that Gil, you support the division, almost. the division champ banners. Listen, I don't have none. So if you give me one, motherfucker, I'm gonna take it. All right, <laughs> take what you can get. If you give me one, I'm gonna take it. I lost all my uh, Miami. God damn it. <laughs> Four, five straight years, Miami. God. So last but not least, got to tell you saw the sweatshirt. Y'all came with the theme today. You see the theme? Oh yeah. Okay. Theme show. Got to talk about Ja. Jive back with the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Made his first appearance to the team since March 3rd on Wednesday night. Dropped 17, five assists, four rebounds, 24 minutes. Was a team high, plus 11. I don't really give a fuck about plus minus, Me but either. I know some people do out there. But here's the thing. He came off the bench. And when he came off the bench, it was to a standing ovation. Grizzlies head coach Taylor Jenkins said that Ja may be coming off the bench for a few more games. So I want to ask y'all, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on Ja? It was his first time not starting in his career. I don't like that shit. Like, I'm a just, I'm a just, I don't like that shit. Yeah, what's that, what's that coach like name? That shit. Taylor Jenkins. Taylor Jenkins? Yeah, so look, I'm going to just go ahead and let Taylor Jenkins know. Listen, <clears throat> when your contract's up, you fired. Right? You're gone. Because I'm telling you this right now. If you think Ja really appreciates coming off the bench, being who he is, and you're going to keep your job... <laughs> Boy, you better go to rehab too, my man. Because I'm telling you right now, you're not going to just... I'll do it the first time. Is it coming from the up top? I don't give a fuck who it's coming from. Yeah. When my contract's up or your contract's up, one of us got to go. Shit. Am I wrong? If it's coming how long from- you going... You've been starting this whole time. You were the franchise. How long are you coming off the bench? Man, I mean, you, the, f- the first game. First good. game, and after that, no, you know. Yeah, we have fun. Is. Okay, this was good. Yeah, yeah was hey, cool. hey, this is good, coach. I need to hear my name now. <laughs> yeah, look, I need first, to hear my name. First you know? game, so you can get that nice ovation. Oh, he's yeah, back. He's yeah. In the dark night mask, like, he's back. They was talking about sending him to the G League for a warm-up game. All right. But the audacity. But who, who, said, who, who said that? Who said that? The Grizzlies. Nah, nobody nah, said nah, that. Nah, that was, they ain't saying that. That was probably Skip Bailey. They took a picture with him holding the jersey. They said, well, John May. Think about doing a tune-up game in the. G- I said, "What? Excuse me? Nah. Listen, Excuse I'm trying. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Excuse me. Coach is done. That coach is done. Yeah. He thought he was cool for doing that shit too. Like, yeah, hey, we're gonna, yeah, we gonna, yeah. gonna show him. We're gonna show him that we ain't gonna risk. All right. <laughs> so he needs to hit us with a psych. Listen, he needs to be starting the next game. Yeah. So I would just. He needs to be starting the next game. He said multiple games. It may, it may have been maybe an option to have him come off the bench. I hope you find a job in the G League, goddamn because you ain't going to be coaching us no more. So let's, let's keep this job thing moving. Some think that Ja's suspension was too light. Do you think the NBA and the Grizzlies handled this the right way? Or it's just. Who the fuck said that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who said it? 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 I ain't no snitch. Gil, you're familiar with the human being. You guys face each other in the national championship game. We'll keep this March Madness thing. Oh, oh shit. Uh oh. Oh, bicycle, <laughs> bicycle, the, the motorcycle bandit, the motorcycle bandit. Hey, listen. If you tell me his crime, then I can agree with you. Right? I don't want to hear alleged. Oh, he allegedly did this, he allegedly did that. Those are not crimes, right? Allegedly, oh, he, he alleged, like, no, we don't do speculation. What is the crimes for getting more games? Right. Um, if they, they have no weapon, right, we already know that. Um, if he did, it's still a two-game suspension. That's it. You can't give him no more. I mean, you, you know, get, don't get mad that, you know, your career was lost, mm. right? You, now you want to be 
bitter and you know try to take everybody down with you. And that's not what we're going to do. Mm. Two you? games was the most he can get. They gave him eight. The NBA, I, if I'm, I should sanction the fuck out them. Right. What did he say though exactly? What it don't Jay, matter. It came Jay out of said mouth. some bullshit. Didn't always. He didn't say some bullshit. Not always, but I, I'm 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 feeling like sometimes when these guys say the bullshit, it's like they don't go back and listen to the other bullshit that they said defending other players. You know, because Jay was defending Kyrie against Stephen A. You know, basically saying don't be bashing the brother. You want him? You trying to put him under the? And it's like now nah, you doing it mm-hmm. to a brother. And you like you? Oh, he should be gone for the whole season. The rest of the, come on, man. Now you so. I mean, the behavior should. There's a consequence to it. Eight games. Two. Two games. Been, two games, and it's eight. Now it's like, okay, you talking about the whole season? Now you putting rhetoric out there. You putting a narrative out there that a guy like this got to pay for whatever yeah. he did. You got to pay for it. I think in Jaws' defense, we just got to wait and see. Yeah. Wait to see what? I'm just saying, wait, if there's any, if these, these alleged issues turn from unalleged to actually happen. But, you, uh, but, but, but what I'm saying is, 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 he, going to court? is he going is to he court? What? Is no. he going to court? No, what I'm, saying, about, I'm, I'm saying at this point, let the man play. Because he went to, a, uh, was it, L.A. Fino, was it? Uh, <laughs> the finish line? Finish line? What's, and? I mean, get a finish line now? And? Did anybody get beat up? No. So he can't pull up to the finish line, threaten nobody? But to be real, what is that part of the not rules? They close in Foot Locker, so finish line might be the Okay, so now, you know, he, he, <laughs> he got, might be a visionary. <laughs> he got in a fight at his house. How do you prove that? Like, that's what right. I said. It's just, man, is stop. He, is he say, she man. say. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's so, a parade up in my city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw he brought yeah. his daughter out. So he did it. He did it. Skip tried to hate. Then he came he with the daughter. I'm glad he did that. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was a beautiful shut moment. Up, shut up, Skip. Shut PR up. moment. Like, yep. When you think about him saying it, right, it seems like it's a team thing. Like that's their team motto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You're trying to make it something else. It's the team motto. They all say it. They all do it. It's their, it's their thing. They're just trying to downplay him. They're just yeah. trying to keep him down. From down. Where is that coming from, though? Like this whole humble, like humble you. I don't know. I feel like that's how like it was with me in Milwaukee when I first came out. Like, remember I had the Gumby at the high top. Like I was marketing myself, right? I was loud, like you know, just just being me. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like getting told from my agent, Bill Duffy, at the time that it was like, yo, you know, they think you're bringing a lot of attention on yourself. Like you might need to calm it down just a little bit. And I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. And it just like you know, it just kind of just. Like, it just kind of made me feel like I couldn't be me anymore. So I started walking on eggshells a little bit young. Like, you know, when you hear that, you don't want to hear that when you're young. I just, I'm having fun. Like, if I want to do my hair seven different times, if I want to, you know, I'm doing commercials to Under Armour, this and that, it was just like, well, look like you're, you know, it's all about you. And it's like, well, I can't help it. <laughs> like, it is. Like, at, at a. Who else got an Under Armour doing like, it? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, we got ESPN games, ABC, ABC games because of me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that, that's this the is thing. my. That, that's. Like, this is my time. Makes it never makes sense. Like, that's why I say I want to have. I I rather have a relationship with the owner. Like, am I am I putting money in your pocket? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, sh- tell them other ones to shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> tell the rest of them shut the fuck up. All right. Gil gonna do what Gil do. All right. I'm making you money. That's all I care about. I make you money. You make me money. Man. Everybody in between Man. us, you, we can get them fired. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not it's not your job to bring like. You got your Under Armour deal for what you did. Right. Mm-hmm. They want to celebrate you. They want to bring attention to a small market franchise. You think they would embrace that? Because that was one of my favorite things about you was the hair. Every time I see you, yeah. you yeah. was rocking a new style. Yeah. Fire. And we was rolling with that. Like, all right. Fire. It happened because the McDonald's All-American game, Jordan game. Like, I was already doing it. So it's like, so now I got to calm myself down. Like, it's yeah. always team. It's always team until them checks are yeah. cut. All right, my, my checks say I can do what the fuck I want to do, all right? <laughs> my voice is bigger than your voice, all right? And that's how we going to sit here and play this one, all right? If we were supposed to be all about team, then we should all be paid the same. Mm-hmm. But since we're not, Ain't I'm going to go out there and make it about me, okay? <laughs> but you was, all right? B, you was iconic, though, man. It's like when you was doing what you was doing, it was so never seen before. Mm-hmm. Did it affect your play? Like, as far as the eggshells and, like, when you're going out there now knowing that your agent and already hit you, like, hey, look, looking at you sideways now. 
Well, yeah, because, you know, like after the 55 and just coming in with the green light, it was like, okay, well now, like, okay, now, okay, well, what vet is hating on me? Like, who's mm-hmm. that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's the one you saying? You don't know so, who like, did. Yeah, let me make sure he get the ball. Like, you know, it was just always like, well, all right, like, let me not do this. Let me do this or whatever. So it was just like, I don't know. I just didn't. It was just like, all right, well, I got to play the game, I guess. Let me not do my hair. Let me just, you know, let me just lose my, like, I lost a lot of my swag. Yeah. Like, you know, now I'm back. Like, now I feel like I can be me because can't nobody tell me what to do. Right. And that's, like, we, you can see it. Yeah. Like, oh, Michael Red must have got to one of the best guys to him because yes. young fella ain't doing what young fella was yeah. doing early. You know, like, or whoever's at the top telling Scott Skiles or whatever. So, you know, it's all that. So, I was, you know, young hearing that, it's like, I don't want to hear that. Like, like we cooking right now, we winning. Like, could you just, sense that at all in the locker room, though? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I mean, guys were kind of like to themselves a lot. Like, you know, I was I used to hang with like Kurt Thomas and Jerry Stackhouse, yeah. so they didn't really, you know, those were my dogs at the time. But other than that, it was just kind of like, you know, that's the weird part of the NBA. You never know who the fuck is hating on you. Yeah, yeah. Never, and it's be the the guy that you never thought would be who hating. Cares? That's yeah. hating. I mean, you gotta care at some no. point. At some point, because it's affecting I mean, I your play. I was young, so I didn't want to remember, like, you know, Michael Red still playing with me. Andrew Bogut's still there. You know, it's a lot of guys still there. And then, you know, I'm playing with Steven Jackson one year. Then Monte Ellis is coming in. So it's like, I'm still trying to learn how to, you know what I'm saying, sh- you know, kind of like make it work. But also, after my rookie year, there's no Kurt Thomas. There's no Jerry Stackhouse. So I don't have that bed in my ear mm-hmm. telling me or guiding me where to go. So it's just like, I'm kind of lost. Man. That's at weird, that point. Man. But to your point, that's the wild thing. Because I remember when I was young, I read articles, and they say this player is a cancer in the locker room, whatever, and I would just take it at face value. Like, damn, like, why would you write an article if it wasn't true? Yep. But then you see the way the agents, players, execs, all that maneuvering and back-channeling. Mm-hmm. Back-channeling. Saw it a lot with Trey earlier in this season. Yeah. You know, oh, he's this, he's that, he's whatever. So I always want to know, how is that like for y'all to have to see shit like that in the paper and then go into this organization? Like, well, who the fuck is the one that, that's saying this about me? Because it seems like it's a lot like entertainment. Everybody will smile on your face. We love you, but behind your back, like, oh, he's an asshole, you're different. Well, I mean, I think for me, I think for me, they knew I, I had a mouth, so I was going to say how I felt. So whoever it came from, I was going to let it be known that I knew. So whatever it was, like, I was going to say something smart. Yeah. Or just, or just like, you know, because they knew I, I wasn't mature enough to play the game. So I was going to speak how I felt. But yeah. because I felt like, well, all this attention wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for me. Mm. So everybody's paying attention to the Bucks because of me. Mm. Before then, nobody's watching the Milwaukee Bucks. Nobody even cared to watch them. So, so I started that. So, you know, my attitude was just like that young. I was on a billboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm on a billboard, yeah. so I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't care. I don't care what y'all talking about. Gilbert ain't passing the ball. Mm-hmm. Tell that to coach. <laughs> sub me out. They're going to sub me out. Or like, how are we going to do this? And then I had Larry Hughes, who thought the same way, too. So, coach, pick your poison. Eddie. Mm-hmm. Eddie Jordan. Pick your poison. Come on, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I muscle man, my second year. I'm averaging about 19, 6 and 6. You know, I, all I see is money. I'm on 300,000, but the bag is coming. The bag. Oh, I can see the you bag. You can see the bag. I can see the bag. You can see it. So, they start fucking with my time. Three minutes, two minutes. They, they start playing like this. So I boycotted practice, right? Boycotted. I ain't going to practice. What do I need practice for? How could you do that? Easy. Don't come. <laughs> and I'm a second round pick. Where the fuck is So we had our meeting, and I said this, look, um, I don't care how y'all, whatever you, you're going to put me in. You're going to have to put me in. When I get in, I'm not passing the ball ever again. <laughs> so my points 19, I'm going to get that. The assists, they can go down. The rebounds can go down. I don't care about none of that. The 19 points is stand. I'm going to just be the, if y'all want to be selfish, I'm going to be selfish. Man. How y'all want to play this? I mean. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> what they say? I, huh? What they say? They start playing basketball the right way again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll say A to be A. That's going to be 2-0. I'm like, coach, call the plate, 1-4 flat. Man. I got to get I got to get my plays. I was. I didn't give a fuck about none of that. Well, I'm a your, second round pick. What you gonna do? Put me back on the bench? I've been there before. Man, <laughs> to go to your point though, Joe, um, being misunderstood in the locker room when you seeing those articles, I got that early. I got that in college, so I was labeled bad teammate, uncoachable, all the way up to the NBA. But where does that shit come from? That don't come from your teammates. Mm-mm. Your teammates ain't saying, "Oh, he a bad teammate." It's the coach. Coach got a riff with you. Mm-hmm. He tell the beat writer, the beat writer, 
send that shit into the media. They post that shit up. Now throughout the whole league, the rumors start circulating. Now it's, your, it's against your resume. It's against your, your personality, your character. Now everybody's questioning with, to even come up and say anything to you because they done heard, oh, this little motherfucker's an asshole. He a prima donna. He think he done made it. He this, he that, he that. And I'm like, bro, you don't even fucking know me. No, I'm a it sounded like here. it sounded like you had an attitude. I did. <laughs> it sounded like it. But I said what I, I said was on my mind. But it was it was never on some malicious. It was always team. I've always been a team guy. So when it came down to holding players accountable, hey man, box the fuck out. You hey look, box the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Your big ass. You know what I'm saying? That was Quran with us. You know, and then it's like you get the bad rap of being a bad teammate because, like we talked earlier in our our interview, when you the guy that really care. Hmm. And everybody in there, you see them bullshitting. I ain't passing these motherfuckers ever again. I'm in the game, I'm shooting that bitch every time. Because y'all don't care. Y'all already trying to get the fuck up out of here. Well, we just well. lost about 30. Kobe has 60. Y'all not mad? I'm pissed. But I'm the bad teammate because I'm in here with the attitude. But I get it. I mean, somebody got to take the fucking blame. It's just like anything. If you have, if you have, you know, if you have 15 lazy fuckers and one hardworking guy, it's coaches gonna side with who? Come on, man. 15 lazies. Mm, that's one against 15. Yep. You don't win that battle ever. Mm-mm. So I know. What I just, you know, I did. I just kept my head low, and just didn't pass the ball. You was on billboards though. I mean, shit. I know I didn't. You know, billboard means a lot. I think I put a I put a rule in. It started off at if you don't make five million dollars, don't talk to me directly. <laughs> All right, it started off at five million, but but what happened was <laughs> Deshaun Stevenson. Well, that was my boy, boy, but he was only making about 3.5, so that kind of like cut him out of the category. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Don't so, talk you know, to me. Yeah, yeah, so it, it was like I had to like, like yo, not you, all right? Not yeah, you. I just, you know, just for everybody else. <laughs> and then like somebody I didn't like, but he was making like 8 million, if you don't make $10 million, $10 million, you can't talk to me directly. You talk to someone else who makes 10 and then relay it to me. Because we're not just going to go back and forth and be like, yeah, Gil ain't passing ball today. You don't even make enough to get the ball. You don't even make enough. Like, don't even like, make enough. Like, just enough. get this straight. I don't want to say you too lazy to get you the ball. I'm just enough. saying you don't make enough. Mm. Like, get your money up. Mm. And when I say get your money, like, Get your like, game. <laughs> people, people think when you sit, get your money up, like get your work ethic up. Yeah. Your work ethic, yeah. right? Yeah. Get you your that. money up. Yeah. I'll see what you did. Your money that. up gets you, you on the same that. fucking level. But yeah. if I'm an eagle, I don't know which pigeons. I don't know what. I don't want to hit pigeon talk. <laughs> I'm eagle, right? <laughs> pigeons hand off. They want hand out. They want you to feed. Think about pigeons. Bread on the floor. I like, like it. Nah, 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 nah. Eagles, we fucking coming down hunting. <laughs> I'm coming down Ooh, I don't want to hit pigeon talk, all right? I don't wow. want none of that noise down there. That's classic. You won't, pay. You won't even pass the ball. Coach, nah, 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 nah. nah. Oh, man, I would love to be in the locker room. I thought he was a funny motherfucking oh, locker room. Bro, it had oh, to be. It was just, Hilarious. It was just oh. all swagging. Because, yeah. you know, Deshaun came out of high school. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's like, yeah, why y'all was in college eating team food? I was eating steak and shirt loin. Like, oh, this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it was always, as yeah. soon as we say something, it was always high school yep. and straight out of high school. And like, we just had a funny-ass team, man. Oh, cool, man. Fucking hilarious, bro. They got to do it. Yeah, man. They need, that's the need to be the next documentary. What y'all team? team? Y'all team. Just like oh, that oh, y'all have, team. Oh, we have yes. funny. Oh, we have y'all team. Yeah, they yeah, need yeah. to tell them stories. Yeah, just, yeah, we what would it be rated? I'm gonna say NC 17. It's too much. Huh? Too much of dog content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta hear about the. They gotta let it go. They gotta hear about the birthday party, though. Yeah, the million. Was it a million dollar party? Million dollar party. Two million. It wasn't that fun. I ain't even gonna lie to you. That shit looked good for everybody else, not me. Not you. But now you throwing it. Cause I gotta get everybody from LA. You gotta get in. You gotta get in. Get a phone. Get by the time I got in, motherfucking club over with. Like, oh shit. Mm. Two million yeah. gone. It was more just for the, the name and the fame. It wasn't. I ain't have fun. All the more reason to do a I documentary just, on that. Yeah, just man. seeing the picture. Oh, this nigga had a shirt off again at the club. <laughs> 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 oh shit. All right, fellas. Before we wrap, we gotta get to mostly fans. Hold on, I gotta wait for animation. Hey. Oh. Spare no expense, like Jurassic Park. We did it. Mm-hmm. So we got to talk about Pat Bev. Now, Pat Bev on his pod said, you know, he was comparing Bulls fans and Lakers fans. He said, I play a bad game for Chicago. 
I ain't got to look on Twitter and hear he's a bum. Get him out of here like I was hearing that shit in L.A. So, Gil, got to ask you, because the Lakers fan base, it's interesting. You know, when you see it from the outside, you might feel a certain way about it. But once you're immersed in it, you really learn to appreciate and embrace what it means. Like from game to game. <laughs> game to game. <laughs> Season's over. Oh, beat the Suns, we back. Like, no, no, I heard what you said. What was the, who said it again? Patrick Beverly. All right. I'm just going to... Oh, it's good to ask you, are the Lakers a toxic fan base? Oh, the, oh is the Lakers a toxic fan base? All right. Yeah, okay, cool. Was, okay, cool. That's a good question. Um, if you are a star player and you're not performing the way you're supposed to be performing, yeah, they could be... They could be in your ass. But they boo... They usually boo like players that they expect something great from. It was just a few players that... So Pat uh, Bev is one of them? I mean, I feel... I've never heard... You've heard him got booed? I've never heard him got booed at the Lakers. Who booed him? Why would uh, he, you boo he, him? he was got a lot of slander on Twitter. On Twitter. Was he boo-boo? Yeah, well, you I know just, I'm on Twitter all day. Oh, okay. But I just feel like the Pat expectations with the Lakers is always going to be high. Yeah, for sure. So right now, the Bulls' the expectations aren't high. I mean, he's from Chicago. So, yeah, I mean, cool. you know, he's a hometown kid, so they're not going to, you know, boo him, you know, after games when their expectations aren't even high. Lakers, I mean, you're setting yourself up for failure. You know, you know, it's either you're going to come in there and do your thing or you know what time it is. It's like playing for the Knicks. <laughs> I've heard them boo Westbrook with the Lakers and they booed him with the Clippers. No, they didn't boo him with the Clippers. I was there. No, it was Laker fans. I heard it. It was Laker La- fans. It was Laker fans Listen, in the building. They, they, they were and Warriors like, they fans. They weren't playing the Lakers. Oh. But they were playing the Warriors, right? I don't Yeah, know. it was Warrior fans. Bro, stop. You know, heard it. it was 70. Heard it. But it was like 70, 30 words. I'm, I'm agreeing that with the slander of the you fan base. You heard it because it was you. I'm just saying. I heard Were you booing? No. Mm. I was trying to cheer. Because I told y'all how I feel about Russ going to the Clippers. This is his chance. So I'm like, okay, let me go to the game and see what's really. Was it Clipper Daryl? Clip, I couldn't even find <laughs> Clipper Daryl. I couldn't even find him. I was like, where's the booing coming from? Boo. I said, God damn, boy. What's going on? So yeah. I get it. The, the, the Lakers slander from the fans No, he was is saying, real. boy, like, yeah, like, boy. He was saying, boo, like, what's up, boo? Boy, yeah. Maybe, maybe boy. Yeah. Maybe boy. My boy. But this is the thing about Lakers fans, Brand, like you said, you in L.A., you in Hollywood, yeah. 17 championships, the expectation is you're going to hang another banner up there, and if you don't, we're going to let you know about it. Mm-hmm. Or at least play well. Or at least Seen LeBron well. get it, seen AD get it. Yeah. Seeing KCP get it when he had the house arrest joint, like, huh? and some guys sink yeah. or swim. Yeah, KCP, he had the break. He was the he monitor. <laughs> nah, it was a, it was it was a Photoshop, but <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> You're but nonetheless, here. but nonetheless, but I'm I'm just saying when you look at that Lakers fan base, a lot of people from the outside. You players out there, I know y'all happy when y'all get in, y'all score two points, and the whole all your teammates jumping and falling. When you get in the locker room, you should be smacking the shot because that means they didn't expect you to score. <laughs> they didn't expect shit from you. So the fact that you actually scored, they got that hype to the point where they jumping out. If they don't do this shit for LeBron James when he scores every bucket, then don't do that shit to me, all right? Talk about it. Don't do Talk that shit to me. It. I get in, it's 13 seconds left, and I score, and y'all jumping high five, and I'm running down like, yeah. <laughs> like, you look goofy as shit. Y'all don't really like me like that. Like, y'all nah, that's embarrassing, me. man. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit. What you say it so we see that a lot though we see the arrows and the, oh look he hit it hit, he hit three for the first like it's like bro you supposed to be like no nah, y'all treat me like i score before don't treat me like i like sit down treat me like i do this i do this i do this, I do this bro. that's how you know motherfucker sorry <laughs> for real if i come in the game and i get in the motherfucker score and everybody jumping and falling high-fiving no he sucked Damn. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things they hit a three and they're not supposed to. But like, oh, he finally he hit. finally hit a three. Oh, he hit. They were like, oh, he hit. Shit. Damn. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be some hands in the in the locker room. I don't think that's a good ending point for the show. No, no, no. I see one. It was uh, what's that Boston stuff? What happened in Boston? What, KG them. Ah, Ray Allen. Yeah, what happened to that? We saving that for no. Nah, let's do that now. Let's do that now. So KG and Ray Allen reconciled. <laughs> they, they, they reconciled. KG said he don't got no more beef. Hmm. So Gil, are you interested? Me? I wanted to know. You asked me to. You asked for this. Oh, I just thought. I just said that was a topic. Oh, me personally. Okay. Oh, what was the question? What was this topic again? Are, are what you, happened? Are you interested in any any beef with any former teammates? Nobody in particular. Just oh, a hypothetical. Shit. Oh, he set this up. 
He said, oh, my God. This is a setup. He done set <laughs> See, this one no, up no, real no, beautifully. I, this, you, I think it's a genius. Can you restart that? I, I think it's a genius. He's a genius. No, 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 because my mind went somewhere else, and I don't want it to go there. What was? What happened? It's what your the, show. You, you cut the checks. No, no, what happened? What happened with the thing? So KJ Ray Allen, you know, had the beef after Ray left. What? The, oh, the Boston they, dynasty that wasn't really a dynasty. Uh-huh. So beef for a long time. KG said the beef's done. Oh, because he went there and won the two rings without him. Got it. Yeah, that was it. And I just wanted to know, are you going to end any beef with any of your former teammates? Nobody in particular. Come on. I don't. Man. Come on. No, no, man. no. I don't have any beefs with no teammates. Ex-teammates? Sure. No, I got beef with YouTubers. Old busted ass YouTubers. Like I, I do got beef with YouTubers. Just, just. You got just, some YouTubers that used to play with you? I ain't got no beef. I mean, I got in a fight with my teammate. And you got a fist fight? Yeah, with uh, with uh, Chris CDR, Chris Douglas Roberts. Oh shit! In my second year. Like y'all threw punches? Yeah, Is we got. No, nah, this was the last game of the season. CD of Detroit. But this is like my second year. Yeah, this is my second year. And um, this is when we trade. So we trade a bunch of people away, right? That that I and we don't make the playoffs in the second year. So you know, I'm kind of I'm young and I'm mad. So I I go. So Scott Scouts put me in. He's Scott Scouts. He reads this article, right? And it's in front of the whole team. He's like, "Yo, so how do y'all feel about what Brandon said?" He said about you know us signing guys that's not winners that don't want to win and this and that. So everybody go down the line on me. So when it's my turn, you know I'm young. I'm like, well, fuck all y'all. Like, you ain't this. You ain't never done this. I said something about CDR. Like, nigga, you barely whatever. Boom, boom, boom. So I guess he really got mad. So then I guess it was like rumors going around. Like, yo, you know he gonna try to get down with you after the game. Like, boom, 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 on the plane. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it's whatever. So, and, and it's like, and like when I look back at it, it's like, it's like, damn, I had vets. Like, you know, I had older vets on the mm-hmm. team, but they didn't care because they didn't like me either because they felt like, you know. I was young, cocky, in which I was. I felt like, well, we won. We were 10 games over 500 last year. We get y'all, and we ain't doing shit. So, you know, it was just that frustration. Then the fight happens for, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds. It's a good fight. Like, some, like, fast, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Nothing really. Everybody just walking by, and then, like, the, uh, the trainer, he comes, runs, and break it up. And then, like, I'm from, but, you know, I got niggas in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I got 20 niggas outside at the airport <laughs> in front of Milwaukee, like waiting. I'm like, what were you doing? Uh, and then the police come and all that. Then we had to like, sp- like you know, yeah. Just and he wasn't on the team next year? No. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get in no fight. But it was all because of Scott, but it was all because of Scott Scouse. Like, I mean, he kind of baited it, but and, 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 and then like the next morning we have an extra meeting and then like he laughing, he like, oh, I heard you got your first fight. And then yeah. we just start laughing like whatever. But it was, was cool. I was a little bit of a, a little bully. bully. I was a yeah, little bully. bully. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, they had my, my nickname was Revolution. <laughs> so they had the little fist pumps. <laughs> I was the only guy on the team doing Black History Month PSAs and yeah. shit. So uh, Al Jefferson was my beef when he came in. He got 65 right away. He thought it was his team. It's like, bro, you the only one got your money. We trying to get our bag too. Mm-hmm. Try to throw the ball into him one time. He let that bitch just roll out of bounds. Then he come to the to the huddle and was like, man, take his motherfucking ass out. He don't want to fucking play. Take who out? Motherfucker, you take me out. Matter of fact, stand up, nigga. I'll leave a big ass shadow right here on this motherfucking floor. What's up? That nigga sit there, he ain't say a goddamn word. We got back to the, to the huddle. He say, man, shawty crazy, man. What's wrong with this nigga, man? Shawty crazy. <laughs> Hey, that is that is our show for the day. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, Brandon. Appreciate you, Rashad. We appreciate you working with us. Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Four Five. We'll be back next week. We appreciate y'all.